I've definitely dated my fair share of douchebags my time. <laughs> I just get tingly feeling my balls. Ugh, I'm spiraling. Oh my god, tell us everything. Flame emojis, left, right, and centre. Matt loves a bit of goth. And I need affection back. I'm really needy with that. I know I'm jealous. I'm the most jealous person ever. A relationship's like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. HighCity.com for you. I'll be bloody single and alone with 10 cats for the rest of my life. Lie, lie, lie. Hey guys, it's Anna. And Matt. And welcome to our Love Island Season 3 Recaps. Where we'll be unpacking all the villa action and keeping you up to date on all the drama. Things are about to get very juicy in here. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Okay, so this has been a massive start to the week, Anna. Casa Amor has come to an end with a massive, explosive recoupling. Wow. We always knew this was going to be a big one. I have been absolutely waiting all weekend for this episode to drop and it definitely didn't disappoint. We've started the episode with Lexi and Ben going on a date and Courtney and Noah going on a date now. They were very cute. Ben, obviously, he said some nice things to Lexi saying he doesn't want to rush her, let her make up her own mind. So taking her on a date, it really showed that he could further that connection with her. But what stood out for me was... Noah saying that he's never had a strawberry. <laughs> I've been waiting to talk about this. Yeah, what? what the fuck? And Courtney, it was like two people like trying an oyster for the first time, but it was a strawberry. It was like a staple food. I was like, how have these two people not eaten a strawberry well, before? Well, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm on the Love Island fan page and someone pointed out that Courtney has had a strawberry on another date on the show. Oh, I think Courtney just dislike strawberries and Noah hadn't had a strawberry, but it was just a really strange scene. Like I was like, what? They love chucking those scenes in, don't they? And then both villas got a text, Matt, and the text said that tonight they have to stick or twist and Islanders who do not couple up will be dumped from the island. So massive text for everyone. You Uh, see everyone feeling really insecure. Even people that were in very, very strong relationships started feeling insecure because you don't know what's happening on the other end you don't know you've only known these people briefly like feelings are very strong but you don't know what they're thinking so you could see that they were stressing out yeah I mean I think it's easy for a viewer because we know what's going on like we see that Mitch and Tina are both being loyal to one another but putting yourself into that situation and being totally in the dark those questions and queries about that person and doubts start to creep in. I mean, we saw Tina crying in the shower, which was heartbreaking. And yeah, they were all very worried. All right. So we start off with the recoupling. Uh, They open up with Taku, whether he picked a girl or if he hasn't, he will get dumped from the villa, made it completely dramatic for everyone. (laughs) He picked Michaela in the end. Everyone seemed super happy for him. And to be honest, they looked nice together. Is there something more there? We're not sure, but time will tell. Yeah, we'll have to wait and find out. Then Aaron came out for Jess. Ran gave her a big hug. Classic Love Island moment. Everyone loves that. Feel good moment. I was so happy for them. They looked genuinely happy to see each other. We then had Zoe and Chris and they were reunited. Okay. I loved Hans for Abyss. 
but give it a rest now. <laughs> oh, I'm seeing it's run its course, I reckon. I mean, it was interesting because Zoe was quick to start talking to Hans <laughs> or Chris's character, Hans, again, but she knew that he had been talking to other girls with the Hans voice. <laughs> so I don't know if I would have been straight on to that, but anyway. <laughs> uh, who came out next then? We saw Lexi. She said... This was the big, big story of this episode, mm. wasn't it? Whether she was going to... Stick with Ryan or twist with Benny Boy? Yeah, we saw her say, me and Ben aren't connecting as much as I'd hoped, but I don't want to go back to Ryan and get treated like dirt. Okay, not from Lexi's point of view, but from Ben's point of view, does he really want to be with someone that's so hung up on their ex? I mean, I think essentially she just hasn't had closure and I think Ben's probably open to seeing where it goes once she's had that closure and maybe he's just a rebound and that would be pretty shit for Ben. Okay. But I know Ben's your friend, but we care about Lexi. We need to get back onto that. Her speech was heartbreaking and you know what? The way she delivered it was so concise, Mm -hmm. so incredibly powerful as a woman. When I was watching, I was like, yes, girl, stay strong, girl power. Fuck Ryan. My heart broke for her. So she picks Ben and then we have to wait to see who if Ryan has stuck or twisted. We all know what he was going to do. Mm. He picked Hayla. He did. Um, look, his, whatever the fuck he said was such a fucking – It was a cop-out, wasn't it? I was baffled. What did he say? You're too young or something or too f- – something. It was He's just- making excuses to try and – cover up his bad behaviour and honestly, it just doesn't fly. It was a really awkward moment. I did feel for Taylor. She seems super sweet, but all of Australia are just looking at her like the other woman. So any Mm -hmm. girl who's ever been cheated on, Mm -hmm. Taylor is now the face of that. And I feel for her because, you know, it's not her fault. She wanted to get into the villa. She's obviously applied for Love Island. She wants to have a chance. Ryan's the guy that's taking her into the villa and she kind of has to roll with it. And who knows what's going to happen with them. I personally wouldn't trust Ryan as far as I can throw him. Uh-huh. So I guess we'll see how that well, unfolds. Maybe, maybe Taylor, the next bomb that walks in, Taylor might turn her head for him. Hopefully. And then Ryan can get a taste of his own medicine because nothing beats a good karma slap in the face. This is true. <laughs> and then next we have who I think are the red hot favourites, Tina mm. and Mitch. Have their cute little moment when they reunite. Yeah, we had Tina and Mitch come in. They had a beautiful moment. To be honest, when Casa Amor started, they were my favourites. But for some unknown reason, I just feel like Aaron and Jet are my favourites now. Mm, really? That's yeah, I just I love the little blonde bombshell couple. I just think like they're so genuine and cute, and I personally would love for them to win. I think Tina and Mitch are my second at the moment, but anything's possible and anything can change. Okay, and then we finish off with Courtney Courtney picking Noah. Noah, okay. So, cute, you're about them. You like them, don't you? I love Noah. I think he's a great guy. I never really warmed to Courtney until her and Noah were kind of – vibing one another and yeah I was really happy that she chose him I mean she made it pretty clear that Nick done the wrong thing and that was the reason why she went for Noah but it felt like there was more there and that's why she chose him it wasn't just like I'm choosing you because I'm gonna get kicked out of the villa if I don't but Nick 
came out single and ready to recouple with Courtney. Which was a bomb. Was a massive bomb. Huge. Did not see that coming. But neither did Courtney and her reaction, wow, it was something different, wasn't it? And I felt so bad for Noah as she was full wigging out and like, yeah, it was really, it was really weird. It was uncomfortable to watch. I felt really bad for Noah. She basically did a 180 within three seconds of him walking in. And I think it's pretty clear as an audience member of the show to realise that maybe Courtney was playing more strategically with Noah and maybe her heart does kind of lie with Nick, but she kind of just thought that he was fucking her over. But let's jump into that in the next episode. All right, Anna, so on this episode, a couple goes exclusive. Courtney and Lexi have zero connections and the truth bike and the hideaway make their return. Mm, guys, there's so much to unpack in this episode. Mm-hmm. I know I always say that, but wow, this was a big episode. This one was jam-packed. We start by seeing Aaron and Jess, Mitch and Tina all loved up, looking super cute. Mm-hmm. We see Courtney getting very upset over Nick Matt. What was your thoughts on this? So dramatic. That breakdown was so confronting. I actually felt really bad for Noah having to sit there while his new miso, I guess, is breaking down over her ex. That's not somewhere you want to be, trust me. Yeah, I mean, he was saying he was feeling super awkward. He actually said, I feel pretty shit. Mm. And I just feel like Noah's so sweet. He put in so much effort. And, like, even if Nick, like, is saying all the right things now, like, he wasn't at the time. He was unsure. Like, go with the guy who, you know, sweeps you off your feet from the beginning, not the one who realises that they like you because they've seen you kissing up the guys like surely that's not love Mm, don't lose what you have (laughs) over something that's not there yeah i mean look when we saw nick crying (laughs) i know he did look in the mirror and cry (laughs) yeah that was so funny when he checks himself out while crying and then he says some dramatic invite me to the wedding i was pissing myself at that yeah i look i do hear what you're saying and i do think he played it wrong did i have a little bit of respect for him for leaving because of that Like, yes and no. Like, yes, because I'm kind of like, you know, you obviously really liked Courtney and it's nice that you've taken a stand about that. And potentially if things don't work out for her in the villa, you guys might end up together. So this could be for the greater good. But you guys only hung out for three days. Like, you came in here because of, like, for a Love Island experience. Mm -hmm. And, like, he's just letting it go so easily. Yeah. Mm. Well, with that, Courtney, I reckon that Nick's actions speak louder than words and his actions weren't too true. I mean, the the guy basically had a boy's holiday, kissed every girl he could fucking get his hands on, (laughs) and then was like, oh, I think I got a good thing back at home. (laughs) Literally did what every fuck boy does, but got caught on national television for it. Yeah. I mean, the the thing about that as well is like, you know how the whole Casa Amor thing and everyone's like, oh, you can trust them. They're loyal. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, they're just not an idiot. Like, it doesn't mean that they're loyal. It just means that they're smart enough to realize they're on camera. on tv okay let's move on to ryan and lexi they had a chat matt right 
I found it painful what Ryan was saying. Oh, um, my God. It was one of those times when it was like, just shut up. Yeah. Like, quit while you're ahead. You're sort digging of yourself a hole. Ryan is on this bandwagon about how Lexi's super mature. There's an age difference. It's just excuse after excuse after excuse. And it's not doing him any favours. He looks like an absolute flog doing that. He also said that he thinks that Lexi should have gone home and that she's staying around for him. <laughs> and then he goes on to say, I can't please everyone all the time. I'm not fucking God. God, he's come across bad in these like few episodes recently. I know. And it's and it's to his own fault. Like he keeps, like we said, digging himself into a hole and it's like, just stop talking, man. Like I feel like when I'm doing that, I want someone to tell me to stop talking. So <laughs> here's my chance. Just stop talking. Yeah. And look, the thing I really like about Taylor is she's such a nice girl. Mm-hmm. She actually takes Lexi and clears the air with her. They have a really nice chat. And, you know, I really, really respect Taylor. I, I like Taylor as well. I think she's a good girl and she should – not walk, but run away from Ryan. Yeah, hopefully she smartens up. <laughs> hopefully a bomb comes in for her. Yeah, we would love to see Taylor find love, just as long as it's not Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the other couples quickly, Matt. I think Zoe and Chris are dark horses to win this year. Uh, I I can agree with that, but I, I don't have much emotional investment in that couple. I'm not going to really? lie. Yeah, I'm more into Mitch and Tina. Yeah. But I can see what you mean. A lot of, I think a lot of people are backing them because they are very cute together. What about Taku and Michaela? They're seeming a bit cuter. They are. And, yeah, again, not much emotional investment in them. I mean, they're cute, but it's early days. Let's see how either one of them go. Let's hope she's not using him to get into the villa and he's just not using her through convenience. Yeah. Okay, we need to talk about Lexi and Ben. I know this is painful for you, Matt, because you are Ben's friend and you are his number one supporter. But... (laughs) I, straight off the thing, number one supporter, best mate, whatever you want to say, I feel like he had a right to be mad at Lexi. Like, I feel like you don't give someone nothing that you're trying to get to know. Like, I just... And putting him in this position where he feels uncomfortable in this environment that is meant to make you feel uncomfortable and she's just adding on to it by playing with his mind, by not giving him anything. Yeah, I mean, look, it is a hard environment. It's stressful and you do need that support. He's come in there, you know, he's basically by himself. He came in with Noah... I think he's under immense stress, Mm. but Lexi got to know him on the first day and then she kind of made it clear that her head was not in the right spot and he seemed to understand that. And the problem is, is that in this episode, we see Noah being really understanding of Courtney being confused and very just like go with the flow. And then Ben's on the opposite end of the spectrum and he actually says to Lexi, you're like talking to a brick Wall, and mm. I'm sure it is. I think Lexi's super closed off, and that's super hard for him to deal with. She's put her walls up. Yeah, but it did come across not great from him. Well, I can see that, but again, emotion, the emotions are running high, and there he's probably just said it the wrong way, and can't get angry at him for that. <laughs> <laughs> We then see Lexi moving beds, and she decides to sleep alone. Dramatic. And poor Lexi has to endure Ryan and Taylor kissing loudly. And she says, fucking asshole. I'm really feeling for her. 
All right. So speaking of Ryan just being, I guess, not the smartest or the sharpest tool in the shed, <laughs> how about his discussion about geography? I mean, look, it was honestly, I didn't know if he was being serious or not. I thought at one point that he was like taking the piss to see if she would believe what he was saying, but he was deadly serious. What he said was, so he basically tried to explain Asia to Taylor and said, Bali, Singapore and stuff is Indonesia, mm-hmm. Thailand and stuff is Asia. And my God, was that funny to watch. Like it's the blind leading the blind. They both need to go back and take a few geography classes because if you can believe that, like that's a problem. Fuck, they do love chucking that stuff in the show though when people <laughs> say dumb stuff like that. Yeah. But then, Matt, we have a really amazing moment with Aaron and Jess. Let's yeah. talk about that. Yeah, so they go exclusive. Talk me through this, Anna, because I was under the impression they're already exclusive. Like, they're not, you know what I mean? They're not turning their heads for anyone, but apparently you have to put it in words now. Well, yeah, I think that when you're seeing someone, you have to have that chat with them to make sure that you're both on the same page. Like no one's reading each other's minds. You can't think that you're exclusive and then they're going sleeping around with other people. And I guess you can't do that in Love Island, but Casa Amor has solidified that for them. Mm Mm-hmm. But let's talk about the truth bike, shall we? <laughs> All right. So the truth bike makes its dreaded return. You mm. see the islanders start trying to throw it away and kick it. <laughs> we know the rules of the truth bike. You sit on that. You must tell the truth. You're legally bound to. <laughs> All right. So what are your standout moments about the truth bike? Okay. So we have Mitch says that Tina could be his first ever girlfriend, which is big news in the villa. Massive. Taylor is hesitant that Ryan is trustworthy, and I think she has good reason for that. No shit, Taylor. Then we see Ben say he would have preferred to leave than stay on a friendship basis, which, come on. I think he should be like grateful that he's in there and trying to start making connections with other girls. Yeah, look, Ben, love ya, but everyone says that. No one means it. <laughs> everyone would rather stay than get kicked off. We then see Ryan getting grilled. He thinks that he could win the show. Okay, Ryan, you're going to listen to this and you're going to watch it back and you're going to realise there's zero chance with the edit you've been given, brother, and the way you've been <laughs> acting. So you're going to regret it's saying a, that. It's slim to none <laughs> chances of you winning. Sorry, Ryan. And who are you finishing with? Taylor. I'm assuming she's turning her head as soon as she can. <laughs> that was my only stand-up moments for the truth, Mike. But I have to talk about this with Courtney talking to Ryan about Taylor because I really felt like she really trampled on girl code a bit here and I really didn't like it. Is this about the natural comment from Ryan? It is. So Ryan says, I really like Taylor. You know, she's just that natural looking girl. And look, I think Taylor is a naturally beautiful. I stalked her Instagram the other day. I thought she is quite, she's quite good looking. Yeah, and I feel like it's an insecurity of Courtney's that she feels like she has to put other women down. I just hated seeing it when she goes... What, you think Taylor's natural? She has fake boobs, fake lips and Botox. It's like, we don't need to say that. We should be empowering each other. We should other. be, yeah. That's a I sh- just hated hearing that from her. That's shit form by Courtney. And then we finished the episode with Aaron and Jess heading to the hideaway and it looks like it's getting pretty steamy in there. So let's jump into the next episode. 
Okay, Matt, in this episode, we see Lexi being extremely rude to Ben. Mm. The Islanders play shaken and stirred, and that really riles some of them up. And Aaron and Jess have a very big fight over a nip slip. <laughs> All right, so we start off with Mitch and Tina looking very cute. They look like they're fully into the honeymoon stage. Mm. What's your opinion on them, Anna? Look, uh, there was a point where I was so on board with them to win. I think because they were separated over the Casa Amor time, that really crucial phase where the audience were going to connect with them, we kind of missed out on that. And I feel like, I don't know if it's that we need to see more of them. I just don't feel as connected to them as I once did. So I said in the last episode I was about them to win. I just feel like they're getting set up now by the producers and the editing to be the fan favourite and the favourites to win. And the winner, yeah. Yeah, it's so obvious now. So don't be tricked in by that, everyone listening to this. It's getting way too obvious. I want to talk about Lexi because obviously Lexi is very upset, Matt. Mm -hmm. But in our last recap, I talked about how Ben was kind of a bit upset and a bit rude to her and I wasn't really liking it but now I've done a full 180 I feel like Lexi is being so rude to Ben she's fully taking her anger out on him we're seeing him he's not really being rude back he's kind of just taking it on the chin and I'm starting to feel really bad for him yeah so I agree with you Lexi is just being petty now she just she sort of needs to drop it and, like, let Ben and just drop the whole situation. Ben seems like he's tapped out. Yeah. He's not interested anymore. And I think it's just, like, I hate to say it, but it could just be, like, an age thing in dating where, like, you feel like you have to be rude to someone so they don't like you. But, really, all she has to do is go, look, I've been really fucked over by Ryan. My head's fucked. Unfortunately, there's nothing there between us, but I think that we could still be really good friends and then just finish it on a nice note. There's no point in being petty towards one another. It's, mm. it's, it's hard to watch. It is. It's very hard to watch as a viewer. We then see Taylor really questioning and doubting Ryan. I couldn't understand why. <laughs> <laughs> Calm as a bitch because you know what? Ryan deserves this. Like Taylor starts saying that she's not obsessed with him. Normally when she likes guys, she gets obsessed over them. And, you know, I don't really know why anyone would be obsessed over Ryan. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Ryan is copying it on this recap, but he's done it to himself. He has done it to himself. All right. So next up is the shaken and stirred game, Anna. We know firsthand how much drama this game causes, don't we? Yeah. And Ryan is coming across like a grade A a-hole. The producers have gone straight out for him, haven't they? They've put all, everything down that he said over the last six weeks in the villa and they're calling him out on it. Yeah, I mean, look, I think he's done it to himself. We start off the game seeing him say about Lexi, I don't think she's that good looking. And look, we get it. You say things about your fellow Islanders and you're like, oh, probably shouldn't have said that. Where he went wrong is he didn't own it and apologise. He goes, at least I'm honest. Mm. And honestly, that was his biggest downfall. Like, you should never comment on a girl's appearance. You're right. Look, the comment might have been taken out of context, but still own it, apologise, and just think before you speak, Ryan, for fuck's sake, man. Like, it's getting hard to watch. Like He, He then goes on and says, which I think in his own 
mind he was trying to make up for it and says your personality makes up for it i have no comments on this like it's just like stop talking stop trying to justify it like you're just digging yourself deeper like just to clarify lexi is absolutely stunningly gorgeous Mm -hmm. to the point that ryan's head was actually turned and for him to now start to try and tear her confidence apart i don't like it i don't respect it and i really hope that ryan's going to be leaving soon Yes, make it a lot easier for us to watch this. Mm. We then see Lexi and Ryan have a chat about this game because, you know, it was the ultimate disrespect. What were your thoughts on their conversation, Matt? I feel like that Lexi probably shouldn't have just bothered with Ryan. Like, you're not What's gonna, the point? Yeah, what's the point? You're not going to get anywhere with him. I guess you just wanted a peace of mind about what he'd said and probably was told by the producers to have that chat. But look, and... I keep saying it. He just needs to think before he speaks mm. and actually and, and try and make up and apologize to Lexi, but I don't think we're going to see that. No. We then have the post-it game where everyone's twerking off, what is it, sticky notes on their butt? Yeah, it was cringe. It was, I was just like, what is the point of this game? Fuck. But the producers did get some TV gold with the Jess and Aaron fight map. Okay, so... Again, I could not watch this fight. I was pulling my hair out. It was toxic. and It, it, yeah. it, it was the epitome of toxic. Like, I feel like people should watch this segment and be able to pick out all of the toxic parts that could have been done differently. Like, it was, this should be educational. It should be. <laughs> I kept saying... Aaron, and I don't think this would have even worked. I honestly don't think this would have worked with Jess, but he needed to acknowledge her feelings and say, I understand you feel that way. He did. I, that's, but, like, be more clear. That's how I was just like, be like, I understand you feel this way, but it wasn't my intention. I never meant for that to happen. And oh. then you'd hope in a sane world, that irrational world, should I say, that then Jess would be like, yeah, okay, like, it is what it is, but it didn't. It just kept going, and I've been – in those arguments and those situations and it was hard for me to watch someone else go through it because I knew what was going through his mind. I personally, Matt, feel like he acknowledged her feelings. He thought it was a joke because it was such a minuscule thing. Like he genuinely, I've watched it back and back and I think he was just genuinely staring into space and probably thinking about something like, yeah, he looked mildly angry, but... I don't think he was even looking or acknowledging Jess. Like, he was in his own planet. And he, and he probably even did that little face that she thought he did, maybe because he was like, oh, like sort of angry or embarrassed for her. And it wasn't even what she thought. It might have been the other way around. I genuinely don't even think that he was reacting to that. I think that he was literally, like, his head was somewhere off, else. Off with the fairies. Yeah, off with the fairies. And, you know, it's so hard to watch that level of miscommunication occur. Like, I don't think it needed to go that far. But look, we're hoping that they can resolve it in the next episode. Let's jump in. All right, Anna. So on this episode, they drop a new bomb into the villa. Mm. Taylor finally friend zones Ryan. God. And Jess and Aaron cannot resolve the issues of the infamous nip slip. Mm. Okay, Matt, so Taylor finally puts Ryan in the friend zone. We see her talking to Taku and Michaela a lot about this. 
She's just really not vibing him and she tells him she thinks that they should just be friends and Ryan looks pretty shocked. Yeah, I think that gave his ego a little bit of a rattling. I think it needed to be checked and hopefully we're going to see a nicer side of Ryan moving forward. And hopefully Taylor has a little crack at Ben. Ben's floating around single. Mm, They seem to be flirting a little bit, which is nice to see. We then see Jess and Aaron. Oh my God, it's... They're going round in circles. Uh, they are literally the definition of spiralling. I think Jess needs to remove herself from the situation and realise that it's not as bad as she thinks. But that's easier said than done in the environment of the villa. It's just hard to watch. Like I feel like she's holding on to something that's literally nothing. So it's kind of like... In my mind, mm. after watching the whole episode and seeing fight after fight after fight that just absolutely cannot be resolved it just makes me think like has Jess been a bit flaky on Aaron like let's go back to the start she started on Aaron got sick of him went to Taku got sick of him went back to Aaron then she was single in Casa was missing Aaron and then has she come back and been like hmm I'm not really keen I'm gonna start a fight and like end it through that like that's very toxic I was about to say if this is going where you're going this is toxic yeah this is how some people break up with people because I just feel like he can't do anything right like he can't Aaron's probably the most emotionally mature guy in there doesn't have much competition yeah (laughs) and like if he can't resolve this every other guy's fucked (laughs) (laughs) imagine Ryan trying to solve this (laughs) okay so something I want to touch on is Taku and Michaela are more than friends but less than exclusive that was a step in the right direction I feel for them too yeah like I didn't think Taku was really that keen on her but I mean they seem to be vibing they're not getting a lot of airtime. I'd love to see more of them because I mean they look like super loved up and, you know, it would be nice to see that moving in the right direction. All right. So they drop on us a new bomb. Mm. His name is Hugh. He's what the boys say, your quintessential Australian looking bloke. He has a mullet and a mo. Thoughts on him, Anna? Would your head turn? Where's your head at? Yeah, I think he's just like super manly, super masculine. He's what those girls are probably wanting a little bit more of. And I think he's delivering the goods. He takes Zoe out on a date. He takes Courtney out on a date. And he finally takes Lexi out on a date. Who do you think he's vibing? Okay, so a couple of things. I think Zoe was flirting way too much with him for okay. someone that's eyes were on Chris. If I mean, I wouldn't, I'd feel a little insecure if I was Chris and I knew that's how much she was flirting with him. Yep. Courtney started the date like a fucking interview. I was like, calm down. She was like, so why are you taking me on a date? Looking dead in the eyes. And then with Lexi, I think that went well. So I think he's vibing with Lexi. Little thing that I was disappointed in was when Courtney said she was open to getting to know other people because I just feel like Noah has been so good to her. You know, he cares about how she's feeling. He wants her to be happy. He's putting her feelings above his. And I just don't think that she's really reciprocating that. I think that Courtney still has a thing for Nick. I don't think she's fully over that. And You know, I think it's turning into a bit of the nice guy syndrome where Mm. she isn't respecting him enough because he's being too nice to her. And we saw how much she was yearning after Nick, who was, I mean, let's be straight about it, being a bit of an asshole to her. Okay, so 
new guy, my first thing was it pissed me off. I was like, what the fuck? He said, where's your headspace at after Casa? <laughs> uh, it's not hard, man. It's where's your head at? <laughs> like, it's not that hard, man. Come on. Look, I think Hugh did really come across well. And by the end of the episode, we see him pick Lexi. So Ben is left single and dumped, Matt. So, yeah, Ben getting dumped, that was bittersweet for me. I hate to see him go. I think he really did not get much of a chance with Lexi in there. If he'd come in a little bit earlier or a little bit differently, I think he would have really stolen the hearts of Australia like he's stolen mine. Yeah, I think Ben didn't really get a fair opportunity. You know, he was, I guess, in there to take – Lexi's mind off Ryan and like you know no one wants to be that person like you don't want to be someone's rebound or someone's getting over I mean he went in to find love and we're sad for him that he didn't find love but let's talk about Jess and Aaron because before this dumping they have Mm. a chat at the fire pit and Aaron says that he just feels like it's a lost cause like There's nothing that he can do right. Everything he says, Jess is dissecting his words. Honestly, my heart is breaking for Ryan. Like he made it exclusive a couple of episodes ago. He obviously really liked her and you just see him absolutely breaking down. So when Ben gets dumped, Aaron says that he needs to make an announcement. So he says that. He is going to leave from the villa. It's a very emotional. We see everyone crying. Yeah. We see Mitch, Tina, everyone's getting very emotional for him. It's Aaron seems to have been a rock for everyone in there. Do you agree with this, him leaving, or do you think he should just break up with Jess? I mean, it would be hard to stay in there with Jess if you guys have broken up. Yeah, look, I think that he's making the right call. He has tried on numerous occasions to resolve this with Jess, she's dug her heels in. She's said multiple times that when a guy does one thing wrong, she struggles to get over it. And you know what? It's really immature. I don't think it's right to act like that. Like no one's perfect. Mm -hmm. If you genuinely want to be in a relationship with someone, there's going to be things that people do that you don't like. And I love it. I love it that Aaron... He's had conversation after conversation after conversation, realises that this is unresolvable and he makes a stand because I think Jess needs to know that you can't treat people like that, Matt. No, you can't. So, Aaron, I agree with you. Leave the villa, go to Ray's, get an Aperol spritz and see what (laughs) girls are sitting down there in Byron. Little side note on that section is when Aaron actually is telling the group that he's leaving we see Jess say why are you doing this and she looks pretty upset what was your thoughts on that <sighs> Jess it's just I don't know I'm so off her and like and she can't see what she's doing makes it even worse you know what I mean she can't realize yeah. that she's pushed this bloke to literally breaking point and she's yeah. shook that now that he wants to leave because she's had enough. It's like one of those girls who wants to see how far they can push their guy and see how much he cares. And then they're shocked when they actually push him away. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I've been in relationships like that. And then they just go, well, why are you acting like this? It's like, because you pushed me away by seeing how much you can test the waters and how much you can get away with. Yeah, I hope Jess can really learn a lesson from this. She won't learn a lesson. Um, She might. I mean, I think we all evolve. It was hard to watch and my heart breaks for Ryan as you know he was my favorite islander in there so Mm. I'm really sad to see him go but we're gonna see more of that unfold in the next episode Matt but 
That's all we have time for in this recap. Stay tuned for next week's. I'm excited for next week. Okay, bye guys.